We are one away from the big 5-0. Welcome to episode 49, another great guest for you on the School PR Podcast. We are talking to one of the best and brightest minds in the country with public education and public relations. Mr. Stephen Nichols will be joining us. He is running for ENSPA president. We'll ask him and talk to him about why he's running, his mission and vision, which includes being ENSPA being a national and global voice and advocate for public education. And did you know Mr. Nichols is a former news reporter? All that and play more coming up on the School PR Podcast. Hi, this is Rob Wiltsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom professional quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at schoolshine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next level. That's schoolshine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit betterk12newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt. Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it. Now, back to the podcast. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Blackboard, School Shine, and Market Bolt. Here's your host, Ryan Ferran. Stephen Nichols, welcome to the School PR Podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to have you on. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Ryan, and uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. On the School PR Podcast, we thought we talk about everything in education, media, media relations, crisis communication, social media. We have several episodes on coronavirus communications for schools, uh, three or four episodes on that alone, and uh, we've get the opportunity to talk to a lot of great minds in the world of public education and public relations specifically. So we are thrilled to have you. I know you are very busy right now with your Ensper campaign. So appreciate the time that you're allotting us and uh, just want to catch up and kind of let the people know about uh, why you're running for Ensper about you. And um, for those that don't know you, let them uh, get some insights. And uh, so just wanted to start basically, Stephen, with kind of your journey, I know it's a long and great one, but in school public relations and how you first got involved in education. Well, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm fired up, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned the uh, Inspiraced 
uh, because this is uh, it all it all comes together. Um, I've been told life is cumulative, and this is certainly uh, a part of that. I actually had no intention whatsoever of becoming a school public relations practitioner. I had no idea even what <laughs> what this job is. But I think a lot of us uh, who are finding ourselves in this role um, kind of came to it in the same way. Um, I started out fresh out of college. Uh, my undergraduate degree was in classical civilization. A lot of a lot, a lot of people know that, but um, I had obviously it, it had you know not thought about well I should go be in, in school PR. Um, but I needed a job fresh out of college. Um, I went to undergrad in DC. I went to Howard University, making a lot of national attention right now because uh, the VP pick on the Democratic side, Kamala Harris is also an alumnus of Howard. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people are like talking about my place. Well, I went there, um, when I graduated, I needed a job, like plain and simple. And so I came home to Sacramento, uh, 3,000 miles away, and started working for a school district called Natomas Unified School District. And I started there because my former high school principal, who I've maintained a great relationship with, even to this day, um, she needed an administrative assistant. And I was like, okay, this will be a great job, you know, just to come in and do something while I figure out what I'm gonna do, right? So I ended up working for her for about a year and a half. And when I was working there, I learned a lot about just how central office administration works um, and really dealing with parents and different stakeholder groups. I was the person that they called I helped out, you know, in there. So I got a real good taste of what it means to actually work in a public school system. Now, here's something that a lot of INSPA people do not know about me is that I actually was, in fact, a reporter for a very, very, very short time. But that short time was a huge platform. I was, I covered the 2008 Democratic National Convention for a conservative newspaper it's now a blog and actually i won't say this right now <laughs> but uh, i did cover it i was on the ground in denver uh working for um actually i'll say the, the organizations uh, called judicial watch and i was on their offshoot called voter watch and so i was i covered the obama uh, uh you know uh, nomination and uh i just had a real fascination of being behind the camera um, for the first time and then that led me to get kind of get my interest peaked in you know representing an organization and asking questions so when I heard this PIO job come up um, I said I think I'd like to apply for that and so I did and that was in the 2007-8 school year and um, I had been a member of Calspra and Inspra shortly thereafter ever since it's a long story, long journey, um, but it's interesting to me because I think that's relevant for anyone that might be listening to your podcast that you don't have to have prepared or planned to enter into the world of school PR. I think that you use your cumulative experiences and you will enjoy uh, leveraging those experiences in this particular field because it is a, a passionate group we're, we're a part of. Yeah, I, that's such a great point because you there's so many there's a lot of former journalists like myself that are school PR, but there are so many different paths people have taken to get into school PR 
So that's a great point, but the key, the key factor we all discover once we start in education is that we love it. We're passionate for it. So it doesn't, doesn't matter where you came from, it's that you believe in the mission of public education, so you're just inspired and fired up to do the work. Uh, so that, that's a cool point. I did not know about 2008 and that you were a reporter. That is breaking news right here. <laughs> I know, a lot of people had no idea. So I, 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 had a, I had a lot of different uh, experiences. Uh, some some people know about very very well, and some some don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you so uh, full transparency and full disclosure. So we've known each other probably about a decade. How long have you yeah. been? How long have you been in in Calsper? When did you first join? I was trying to. I was talking to Daniel Thigpen, another amazing school PR rock star that we both know, trying to figure out when my first year was, and he thought that him and I joined around the same year, but I thought. I just assumed he was a veteran in there for like 10 years before I got there. When did you join? So I joined, and it's hard to, to place. Um, I started in November of 2008 at Folsom Cordova. And so I immediately became an INSPRA member, or I went to the INSPRA conference in uh, 2009. And I think I went to INSPRA before I went to CalSPRA. So I probably joined CalSPRA in about 2010. Um, and I got on the board of CalSPRA shortly thereafter, um, 2011-12, I would imagine, would be the very latest. So I've been a member of CalSPRA for just about a decade. Yeah, I guess, man, we must have joined. I probably was just around you guys or a year after. Yeah. And, uh, right. So I just I, I fully support you, endorse you, will be voting for you for ENSPRA because I know you so well. You were always so warm and welcoming to me and CalSPRA when I was the newbie there. You were always doing presentations. I could call you if I was in the middle of a, a jam, which I often am. And uh, I just appreciate everything you do, how you represented Calspra. You were with Calspra and you have such great experience uh, on the executive board there for five years, uh, Calspra president, and just so impressed with your just uh, just your thought process, your ability, your communication, just everything. So I've always looked up to you, think you're amazing, did such a good job for CalSPRA. And so when I found out you were running for ENSPRA, I was just super excited. I'm a recent ENSPRA member too, before joining the CalSPRA board, which just a few months ago, I'm now, of course, uh, in, in ENSPRA. So I, I'm just thrilled for the possibility of, of you leading ENSPRA and taking us to new heights. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'm excited. Well, congratulations, first of all, for your election um, to in, to the council board. I understand uh, you were in the same shoes I'm in, and the fact that it's a that was a contested election and you came out the victor, and so that's pretty good. Um, and also, likewise, I mean, I think that we all have leveraged each other's um, uh, experiences to support one another in our um, in our walk through this PR journey. Um, if I could say a thing or two about INSPRA and why I'm running, I'd like to do that. Um, most, most is that, is that cool? Do we have oh, time for that? Absolutely, yeah. Please do. Yeah. Well, well, this is the second time that I'm actually uh, seeking national office. Um, I was elected um, at large uh, as vice president at large for diversity engagement at INSPRA, and I served from 2015 through 2017 um, on the INSPRA Executive Board. And I got a tremendous appreciation for the organization as a whole. Um, coming from 
and I was doing double duty. I was actually a CalSPR president and a board member on Inspire at the same time. And coming from the CalSPR culture to the Inspire culture, I wouldn't say they're night and day, but the level of sophistication that Inspire operates with, I tried to take some of that and instill it into CalSPR. Um, Cal Inspire is fantastic. We were founded in 1935. Um, they've been at the vanguard of school communications and really school public school thought for almost 100 years. And so why I want to be president of this organization is because I do think we have such untapped potential. Um, I think that being such an uh, old organization relatively in the United States, I mean, we're actually older than uh, the teachers organizations, NEA, National Education Association, um, was actually, if I'm not mistaken, was founded out of INSPRA. A lot of people don't know that. There was Ken Muir, who is uh, an old time, uh, very, very, very well respected former INSPRA, I think he was an INSPRA president in the past, wrote a really good uh, INSPRA history that um, I'm sure you can access that national office that just talks about the origin of INSPRA, where it started. So I'm thinking of an organization that's been around as long as INSPRA is positioned in Washington, D.C., or its environs. Um, how come INSPRA doesn't have as high a profile um, as I think it could be? So my entire campaign is centered around uh, making sure we don't just talk to ourselves. We get together at our conference once a year, we celebrate our achievements, we pick each other up from our sorrows, um, and we share ideas about how we can be better at our jobs. But we don't take it to the level of how do we demonstrate the value of public education on a national level, on an international level? So I think that INSPRA is, is uniquely uh, positioned to do just that. And so I want my, uh, if I'm elected, I want my tenure on the board, it's a two-year term, the first year you're president-elect and the second year you're president. Um, I want us to be more reflective of the profession. Um, I think that we have some of the greatest public relations minds in any industry are members of our organization, and I want us all to demonstrate that that's the case by us uh, strongly advocating and pursuing accreditation. Um, I want us to be more responsive to the professional members of INSPRA. I think that we um, exist at a very unique time uh, where there's civil unrest in our country, a lot of social issues that are coming up, racial injustice. Um, we have the opportunity to really make sure that the next generation of INSPRA members feel completely engaged and connected. So I think that that's important. And then finally, what I, what I started with is I think we should be more relevant to the public. When somebody shows up and talks about, uh, and I've always said this, Ryan, I'm going to do this. I watch NBC Nightly News, my wife and I, almost every day. Lester Holt is from uh, Sacramento, actually, so he's a hometown guy, and uh, I just love watching him. And if I had to do a study of how many times public education is in the nightly news, I would say there's some story about education at least every day, definitely several times a week. And I think that that would be a really cool study to see how often public education is talked about nationally on mm -hmm. the news. Well, I want to start to see members of INSPRA, not just our president, but members of the executive board, maybe our executive director, um, and other members of INSPRA standing up for public education 
Um, I think that with people that have a background like yourself in broadcast journalism and so many others, we are probably the best people to articulate the value of public education on the whole. And so I want to push Inspire to do those, do those kinds of things. Um, I'll end with this. When we were in Washington the last time we had an in-person seminar, we are stones throw away from the Department of Education. And we had zero representation. No one from the Department of Education came and said hello. And I wonder what that's about. If we ever go back to Inspire in D.C. or in that area, I hope that never happens again. And I'm going to work to make sure that that's the case. I'm loving your platform. Your ideas are amazing. It I just speaks to me so much. One of the things that I've kind of always had in the back burner and a mission that I, I try and incorporate here in Arcadia uh, on a small level, but I would love a, a larger platform. And I think you're taking it to the next step, which is amazing. But Enspra and School PR being the voice of public education, advocating for public education, when I Google search public education, when you do it, first few stories are negative. To change yep. that narrative, share those positive stories, and like you said, there's so many stories, especially now with the coronavirus, about public education, school closures, how it impacts everybody, the health. Public education always get mentioned, and we've been in the news constantly over the past six months, but where is our voice from the people inside of education advocating for us, giving the other side, and giving that perspective? And I can honestly think of no better person to be that voice for public education and ENSPRA than you. I, I love that idea. I love that expanding the platform. As you know, it's so funny with school PR organizations, even CalSPRA, we're some of the we're some of the best public relations professionals in the country, yet we're terrible at promoting ourselves and advocating right. for ourselves. We were at our, our conference a couple of years ago and we're like, why didn't we invite the news here? Like, you know, we had the we had Tony Thurman, the state superintendent there and all this stuff. We're like and we had this idea, it was kind of too late, but it's like, why aren't we promoting ourselves and getting this great story about how we're, we're in, in Santa Rosa and bringing back, you know, helping after the wildfires. We had so many good things that we were yeah. doing and we're all advocating for public education, but I, I love your platform, what you're running on. I see so much opportunity there. I agree with you, Enspra is such a strong organization. I love it, proud to be a member, um, but I see the, the opportunity and I, I think what you're saying is not just talking points, it's very doable, it, it's a big mission, but it's so doable, like you said, there's so many good people with that media relations experience and credibility, and we have national contacts. Um, I, I just love your vision for this. What could stunning professional quality videos do for your school district's PR and communications? Find out how School Shine's professional video team can partner with your district at schoolshine.org. This podcast is also brought to you by MarketVolt Email Newsletter Solutions, providing industry-leading email newsletter solutions that better connect over 800,000 parents, staff, and community members with their school districts. Learn more about MarketVolt at betterk12newsletter.com. Blackboard believes in the power of good communication in helping students succeed and is a proud sponsor of School PR with Ryan Ferran. Blackboard. Education's partner in change. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, well, you know, one thing, you know, as we wrap up here, this is uh, all about vision. Um, I am blessed to be in the organization right now 
Um, I'm running against an amazing PR practitioner who I have nothing but uh, tremendous respect for. She has been in the organization for two decades, um, and has and Insper will be well served by no matter who um, who comes uh, to win this particular uh, go round. But this is true. There is a choice, and there are stark differences between my platform and my opponent's platform. And my platform is all about expansion. Um, I don't want to just look in. I think we've already uh, taken great uh, lengths to make sure that Inspira provides value to its members. Now I want to provide value to public education on the whole. And I see that being the first race uh, for president in 20 years, we've had uncontested elections for quite some time. This is how we're going to differentiate ourselves. I think the real question that the electorate has to consider is what kind of INSPRA are we right now and what kind of INSPRA do we want to become? So I'm going to, you know, definitely let, I want people to know they can find out more about me. My uh, website is Nichols, which is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-S, and then the number four, uh, INSPRA, N-S-P-R-A.com, NicholsForInspra.com, I have all my cards around the table. I've got my history, um, everything that, you know, the people might want to know about me. I've also, during this uh, candidacy, have decided to use the platform um, for positive uh, change. You know, I've, I've held, I held a free nationally televised, or, you know, a televised, it was on a webinar, uh, a national webinar where I brought in an expert, um, Dr. Donna Alam, who's from the Elam Institute, um, who's just nationally recognized um, as an expert in diversity and equity. And so we had a great conversation, and that entire thing is up on the website. It's available for download. Um, it's under the events page on my website. So I'm really trying to get people to uh, take a look at some of these issues um, that we're bringing up, and I'm looking forward to it. The election is for uh, professional members of INSPRA. Um, we've got like 1,500 of them or so. Um, the election starts tomorrow, August 14th, and it will run through September the 4th. And so no matter what happens, I want people to go online, take a look at both of our platforms, and make a choice. Uh, but do not, do not just assume that your vote doesn't count. Um, I was talking to a mentor, friend, business partner, of course, uh, Tom DeLapp, who's also a past INSPA president, and he told me the last time there was a contested election, it came down to just a couple votes. And I could imagine that uh, being the case this time. So I, I encourage everyone that's listening to take a look at the both of us and um, get excited about your association. Uh, when there's a marketplace of ideas, um, I think there's no way that we can lose, right? No, I, I, I love it. I'm on uh, nichols4ensper.com right now. Real quick before I let you go, I'm just on your about page. And like I said, we've known each other a long time, but I did not know you have like 30,000 college degrees. And what you you, you have an MBA, APR. Give, give us a little bit about your education background. I, I know you're an amazing at uh, the field of communications and consulting and everything you're doing now, but tell me about your education, the MBA and all that sort of stuff. That's amazing. Oh, well, well, thanks. Uh, I... I, I in pale in comparison to my wife, uh, who's got her PhD in electrical engineering, so I, you know, I'm the, I'm the uh, also ran in the family, but nonetheless, uh, I, I committed myself to education. Um, I did get my undergraduate degree in classical civilization and political science uh, from Howard University in D.C. Um, I did go uh, and get my master's in business 
Um, it's interesting how that works. Uh, I, I graduated from Drexel University, which is an uh, awesome university in Philadelphia. Uh, and I got my APR in 2015. But back to that life is cumulative piece, you know, the uh, MBA, I, I got that while I was still working for Folsom Cordova Schools. Um, I graduated with that in 2012, right? And so what's, what's funny about that, I didn't start using really the um, management and effective skills until I became CEO last year, just a year ago. Um, Tom DeLapp decided to uh, elevate me to that position. I've been with communication resources for schools. Um, we, we work just a, a, about who we are. Um, we are not, uh, I had a, somebody asked me, are we a vendor? Um, and how am I able to be a professional member? Um, no, we're, we're not a vendor. We're actually um, a cadre of school PR practitioners um, who all we do every day is go up and down along the nation and work alongside public school systems. Um, I've worked in over 115 school districts in the last five years, um, a large, lot of, most of them in California, but I worked on cases in, in South Carolina, three different districts in South Carolina, um, New York City Department of Education, I'm a consultant for U.S. Department of Education. Tom and I both teach at USC in the Rosier School of Education. Um, we do a program with AASA called the Urban Superintendent Academy. So, I mean, we're just really, really involved in elevating um, schools. Like, I, I want to cultivate communicating cultures in schools. That's really what the, the focus, if I had to make a mistake and say, what does communication resources for schools do. We cultivate communication uh, and, and the, that culture in schools. We build capacity in school leaders. And we want to develop sustainable PR programs. So, you know, titles and bios, all that stuff is not important. I think what's important is the heart. And when people get a chance to see someone's heart, I think that they're more inclined to listen and to uh, follow up, you know, and I've had a really cool career uh, so far. Um, I'm, I'd say I'm still early in my career. I've been doing this for 13 years. Um, I plan on doing it for quite some time. <laughs> so I, I hope to only get better. And, and, and I think that participating in organizations like Enspra and Calspra help us do just that. Yeah, and I think between you and Tom, probably two of the brightest uh, education minds in the country. And probably being a little modest. I know you you work with some of the biggest organizations in the country and you guys have dealt with some of the most sensitive cases and just have so many success stories helping schools, advocating for teachers, students, staff and public education. So the work you guys have done is just amazing and more important than the intelligence and how you guys execute and your philosophy is you do care. I mean, you're in this for public education you have a passion for it that struck you you kind of like me i was just going for a job and i'm still here just because i love it and wouldn't want to do anything else so hey steven i appreciate the time i appreciate all the work you've done with calspra enspra advocating for public education like you said enspra whatever happens enspra is going to be in good hands but i fully support you i love your vision your mission and everything you will do for enspra so you got my vote i hope you get many others and we'll all check out nickels for enspra Dot com. Thank you so much, Stephen. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. Much appreciated. Thank you. Hi, this is Rob Wiltsey, founder of SchoolShine. We make custom professional quality videos for school districts. 
we want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at schoolshine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next level. That's schoolshine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit betterk12newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt. Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it.